Hello, my name is Fran. Welcome to the Heal Into Your Awakening podcast. How you guys been? Y'all, I'm high-key embarrassed to even be here and saying, how have you guys been? <laughs> um, but I don't even have an excuse at this point. Like, my excuse is an excuse, but it's not a good enough excuse to be away from the podcast this long. However, I struggle with a lot of, like, like so I, I'll, I'll tell you how it starts, right? So, it starts with me sometimes feeling like I might be oversharing. Sometimes it might come with, like, I think I was scattered. Or sometimes being over-analytical about the order in which I'm going to say something. A lot of the things that I am relaying are messages from spirit and wisdom that I have gotten from my healing journey. So my intention is to be as authentic as possible, but also be able to speak on certain things when I'm ready. So it's all of that mumbo jumbo. And I'm also, I feel like I just experienced another awakening. Um, and I'm going to talk about that a little later. Um, but yes, it's, it's a lot of these little things that make me doubt. And then you know how doubt works. Then when you start doubting something, you start to fear stepping into it and then procrastination steps in. And then before you know it, I'm in too deep and I'm even like, yo, when am I going to do this? But, um, yeah, that's, it's not an excuse, but that's the explanation. And I am going to try my hardest. I'm really working and I've been affirming that I am motivated and dedicated and I'm confident at coming here and speaking from my heart space. I want to say thank you to everyone who has liked, shared, subscribed to the podcast. I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. To everyone who has taken, takes their time to send me messages on Instagram, I say this every single podcast. It does so much to me and for me because for someone who doubts themselves or who is like super critical of themselves or over analytical, hearing that my experience and the wisdom that I got from it and the direction from spirit and me trusting that allowed them to also heal or to realize a trigger in their journey, whatever. I thank you for that. As much as I feel like there are a lot of things that I've healed from, but my experience with this podcast, it helps me to feel even more fulfilled. So I thank you guys so, so much for everything. To the relationships that I'm forming online, I don't take it lightly. Y'all my friends. I thank you guys. I appreciate the relationship. I appreciate the journey. I, I feel like we're all aligned and um, you guys help me in so many ways as much as you feel like I'm helping you in your journey as well. So, Ashe, thank you. <laughs> so today's topic, I struggled a bit with talking about, but it kept coming back to me and I was like, okay, I need to talk about it because I worry that it could be misconstrued. However, I feel like it is important to speak about it because it's in my heart and this is my podcast and if you don't like it, well, I'm not going to be one of those people. If you don't like it, leave or whatever. But I am saying the intention that it will be received and it will resonate in a way that another person 
client's journey and what they need to, they're going to get what they need to receive out of it. I ain't going to talk too much. (laughs) So the other day, minding my business and, um, you know, you guys know school started. So getting my son's uniform ready and, um, he's eight. He's about to be nine on the 17th of October. So I'm getting my son's uniform ready. And um, I get annoyed all of a sudden. I mean, I had other things going on, so I was slightly overwhelmed. But I got annoyed, and I was like, like I felt it was unfair that I was doing it, and he wasn't doing it. And um, I was like, why isn't he doing it? But then um, that was a quick second or minute, and I allowed myself to process that emotion. And then um, I came back from it. But it made me very uncomfortable feeling like my eight-year-old should have been getting his uniform ready, washing it and ironing it. And I had to dig into that a little further. And I did. And it went back into inner child me. She was more than likely the one who was frustrated that, not that she was doing it, but how come he gets to have a mom who gets to do all these things for him and that was not the case for her when I was eight years old I had a little brother well I have a little brother but I had the responsibility of every Sunday night making sure that my uniform was clean and ironed and I had socks and underwear for the week and I also had the same for my brother. Um, that was my responsibility. If my uniforms were, let's say I wore white socks, if the white socks got dingy, I would be scolded, if not disciplined for it. And I didn't think anything was abnormal about that. There was even a time where I had taken my brother's sneaker strings, you know, you have the shoe strings. I had taken it out. And I washed his sneakers, and then um, we, back in the day in Nigeria, we didn't have um, a washer and dryer, so we washed things with our hands. So I was washing these uniforms with my hands at eight years old. And I put the shoestrings on the, like, the zinc, like the roof, you know, if you're African, you know what I mean, but if you're not African, it's like we had, like, little short roofs and stuff like that. Well, I put it on the roof so that I could dry and then in the evening time, on Sunday evening, I came to get everything ready. And then I couldn't find my brother's shoestring. So I went to my aunt. And if you've been listening to the podcast, the one that passed away, that, you know, was played such a negative role <laughs> in my upbringing. Um, but I went to her and I said, hey, I can't find the shoestrings. And she said, do not step back in this house until you find those shoestrings. And I just remember, you know, if you're in Africa, if you're if you're African in Nigeria at that time, like kids were getting kidnapped and all these things were happening. So I just remember being super scared because that's what I heard about a lot of times and the sun was down. So I stood, I, I, I sat by our gate for so long and I, I wanted to run away, but where am I going to run away to? You know, as a kid, these little problems seem so big. But I was eight years old and um, just thinking about it gets me a little hot. But these 
are things that have become where compartmentalized in my brain for so long. And I navigated life from that perspective, right? I wasn't cognizant of the little girl within me that was constantly triggered by experiences. Being a mom has been one of my greatest blessings. It has been one of my greatest highlights to heal. So I felt guilty even thinking about that, even feeling like my inner child, because I'm constantly saying I get to mother my inner child by being a mother to my child. But there are times that I feel jealous or I feel like life was unfair to me because my childhood is something that I will never get back. And I, I, I hear so many lectures, so many people speak about the joy of being a parent and being intentional when you have traumatic childhood. But I don't hear about the little 6 to 10% of the time where the sadness come upon people like me, right? And I wanted to create a safe space right now to let you know that... If you ever feel during your time of intentional parenting, especially when you're navigating not from a place of reference, but all, oh yes, reference, but the reference you have are things that you have to go against. When you are doing it right, there is that feeling of sadness or even slight jealousy. And it is important to show compassion to yourself, right? I struggle with, Speaking about this here, because I was like, I, you know, like the, the overthinker in me was like, people are going to misunderstand this and see it as you dissing or you being jealous of your child. Like, how dare you be jealous of your child? But there is a child within me that is going to forever live within me. Even when I am laying on my deathbed, 95, 105 150 years old, however long I'm going to live, right? There is still that little girl within me that, that set the foundation of most of my perception of life. And as I have become intentional about being a parent, yes, there are times where I'm, most of the time I'm intentional about her. I try to pay as much attention to her and her needs. However, I am mindful of times that her knees seep through in a way that comes off um, what a lot of people would be would perceive as negative. But I think that there is nothing negative about any experience that you have or any feeling that you have. It is just a highlight of something that you need to dive a little deeper, go within, and transmute. Right? So that is that. That is what I want to say to you first. As interesting as all of this has been... <laughs> gave me deeper perspective into my mother and her mother. The more you apply compassion to yourself, the more you are able to look at your feelings and your emotions and deep dive deeper into your whys, see it from a place of love and understanding and be intentional about transmuting the experience and the lessons you got from that experience the more you're able to be compassionate towards another person, right? So um, I was able to look back a little deeper into my mom. So 
I don't know too much about how my grandmother was raised. I know I know my great grandmother. I just don't know how their relationship was. But I do know that my grandmother at a very young age was the she was the oldest of her siblings and she became the breadwinner for her, and she made a lot of sacrifices with her romantic partnerships to her job to everything for the sake of her family and they felt very entitled to her life right so that is what i do know about her for my mom my mom wasn't really raised by her mother my mom was raised by her stepmother who emotionally and physically abused her right that is what i know my mom, i know i've seen scars on my mother's body to know that and um I don't necessarily feel like self-awareness or healing from these experiences is my mom's part of my mom's journey in this lifetime, you know, and I say it very lovingly, but I, I don't feel like that is what it is for her. However, I do know that it is for me. And when I'm able to, as much as I am intentional, as much as I'm connected to spirit, as much as I'm in tune with my emotions, as much as I'm in therapy and intentional about being a mom and all these different great things, right, that I am actively doing, there are times where these feelings seep in. And I can only imagine for someone who's not able to pinpoint what the feelings or the triggers are, right? So oftentimes when you've experienced trauma from childhood, we're so focused on ourselves and so focused on being the victim and how these people did this to us and they're not going to sometimes none of them are going to even be hold themselves accountable my mom put blame on so many different people for things that happened in my childhood that at this point i'm just like ah, who's, who's next <laughs> and including me i've been blamed from my own stuff from when i was five so there was a time where i was like no i am going to be intentional about protecting my inner child I am going to do this. I'm going to set this boundary and that boundary, right? However, it was a little bit too rigid for me and her, her being my inner child, right? It was painful. And I had to go and sit with her and be like, what is it that you want? She wants her mom. Regardless of, and, and, and that is one thing that we also have to acknowledge, right? We're constantly looking at things from an adult perspective. But when you are, fighting with emotions right when you're fighting with setting boundaries go and sit with your inner child and figure out what exactly it is that she actually wants and then parent her from that perspective nurture her from that speak to her if it's somebody that you know she should not be around is absolutely no listen i love you and this person has done this they has done that Trust me, I know better. And when you say, when you talk, because this is within you, right? And I know it sounds rude to the, to the wrong person, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, right? So sit with that inner child or your inner child and say, and when you say I trust, because I'm big on trust, like I'm always saying, trust me, I got you. You have to stand by that. You got to say that with your chest and your actions. You, you can't hide from her, right? It is you. So your actions has to be in alignment with that, especially when you make hard decisions. So you talking to your inner child and make it, because if not, if you say, trust me and she trusts you, it is because you have been doing the work. But if you say trust and you're still struggling within, with establishing that trust, you need to start. 
you need to make hard decisions you need to stand up for yourself you really need to make those and you only you know what those those decisions will be and for me i have i started in a child work and in a child healing and, and being intentional about that 2019 so it's been a couple of years and when i say trust me when it comes to her mom i can't do that with her i haven't been able to so i had to negotiate okay what is it that you want right and it's she wants her mom her dad's not here anymore she she she's her mom has was always been the love of her life there's a lot of walls as an adult that i have put up towards my mom however for her no i have been able to acknowledge that and be honest with myself and decided a plan into how i interact with my mom right i can't do it i can't do her all the time when i do deal with her um when she says things that are not triggering i i disassociate or i change the conversation because for a while i struggled with her not validating my experiences and in a way um undermining my process undermining my healing that's how i felt about it and that put so much walls between us that i didn't even want to deal with her however i had to say i do not need her validation how why did i choose to heal what it is the power that i've gotten from my healing journey and that is i decided as a soul right i chose my mother i chose my father i chose my experience especially my early childhood experiences right i have moon in the 12th house i'm a cancer rising my chiron is in cancer and it is in conjunction with my moon in the 12th house this is the life that i wanted this is the mother that i chose this even as an adult there is part of my higher awareness that knows that this is something that i have to deal with right i do not want to come back and deal with this again i want to take this lemon that i have and make the sweetest most delicious lemonade that anyone has ever tasted from lifetimes to lifetimes fran this is the only time i get to be franklin this is the only time i get to be the little girl who had a traumatic childhood and ended up becoming a victor for it and helped other people heal this is the only time i've become i can be as intentional as i can be so when i speak to my mom it's not all the time i'm not able to do that but for the most part i'm able to mother my inner child i'm able to allow her to connect with her mother but i am her garden as well so it takes work it takes effort but if you find yourself in a situation where you are around people that you love that your inner child craves it is okay but you really need to be intentional about your healing I'm all about spirituality and healing through our spiritual beliefs and, and journey, etc., etc. But therapy has been one of my greatest blessings and the best things I've done for myself. So if you are someone like myself who started off from a very shaky foundation, if you have access to therapy, please, 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 and please seek the help of a therapist find into your spirit to your higher self and say i'm gonna need you to help me find someone i'm gonna need them to come right in my lap the right person to help me to navigate this experience
don't depend on all these spiritual gurus and all these chakra healings and yeah, yeah those are all great however give to caesar what belongs to caesar we're humans and in this human experience there are certain things that is necessary and i believe therapy has been my currency for my mental health <laughs> so yes last time i was watching youtube shorts they have these things where they create like what would you do and i didn't realize how much my inner child was just living through me i bring this up because i feel like i just want to validate if you find yourself constantly reminiscing or feeling annoyed and angry about your childhood right so for example i was watching shorts and there was the, you know they put these little girls one of them goes like she goes to a stranger like i'm hungry and um there was this lady that was like like took her got her food sat with her until her mom came and um there was another one where there was a man that was trying to like take the little girl away and said come with me and then it was just strangers came to her rescue over and over and i find myself like getting emotional about these little <laughs> these little shorts um and i i didn't realize why but it is because at that age i probably wanted not probably i'm saying probably as a defense mechanism but i wanted someone to come to my rescue and, and, and help me and save me from my experience or to even see me and um when i get to see the kids experience joy sometimes I'm happy for them or you know just seeing parents that are concerned about their kids even if it's true a movie or true um, a family member who is showing active concern for their kids there is that sense of um, it's a reminder of something that you didn't have so there's two things that you know, sometimes you're you're excited and you want to participate and make that difference. But that's not what this episode is for. This episode is to validate your feeling of anger, sadness, jealousy, whatever uncomfortable feeling that you might have and you might not talk about. I want you to know that you're not alone. And for a lot of us who experience childhood trauma you get to yes you do get to live intentionally and and heal from these things however it is very important to handle yourself with compassion i'm gonna end with this message right I understand how important it is to be intentional about living a life opposite from trauma that you experienced as a child and making sure that the upcoming generation that you create do not experience anything close to what you might have experienced. 
But I want to come here and say that it is okay to sometimes not enjoy providing that for another person because you didn't have that. It is okay to allow your inner child feelings to be validated and not feel guilty about it. Because if I feel like that and you feel like that, there are thousands of us who do. And the fact that you are even feeling guilty about it is already an opportunity to heal. What is important is that you are intentional about how you navigate your life. And it is also very important to lead and to mother yourself with compassion. I started trying to talk about this topic and I kept flipping it around, flipping it around to make sure it sounded good because how dare I say that sometimes I feel resentful towards myself for being able to give my child something that I didn't even have. Or when I see him with his aunties and his uncles and, and see the love and the trust and the relationship he builds, 95% of the time I am filled with so much love and gratitude. But there is that bit of time where I, I'm a little bitter because I didn't get that. And there is a child in me that I can't ignore that has ran the show for a long time and is running the show in so many other people's life. And I'm not going to ignore that fact about myself. And I don't want you to either because ignorance isn't bliss. Ignorance is ignorance. Be aware of who you are, good and bad. There is a dark side and there is a good side to all of this, but embrace both of them because without the other, there won't be the other. And I want to sit here and let you know that I struggle with the same thing too. And I wish you all the luck. I wish you all the light. And I wish you healing and the ability to pinpoint these triggers and dive deep into yourself and um, be able to transmute the experience that you've had. I'm going to dive a little bit into the law of assumption, right? Because that's, that's that. I'm going to talk about that later. But we create our reality based on the, our perception of life. Imagine you're in a child constantly directing your life based on her perception. Just think about that, whether good or bad, just thinking about that, right? But when you're able to lead her, guide her with compassion, you're able to dive a little deeper into those experiences and change your perception of them. But you cannot do that when you ignore your uncomfortable feelings. And I'm devoting this particular episode to that. And hopefully my words resonate. Hopefully 
I validate feelings that you've had. Um, and I'm going to end here. I thank you for being here. I thank you for listening. If this episode doesn't necessarily resonate with you, because I know it's a very topic, if you know anyone who struggles or who has struggled with childhood trauma, um, please share, um, like, rate, subscribe. I look forward to hearing from you. I am going to dive into the live for every, maybe every Thursday or Tuesday, because I have classes on Monday and Wednesday. So I'm going to have another episode next week and next week and next week, and then we can start actually um, talking about this live, because I would really love to. Um, there have been a few people who's reached out to me about it. I promise I want to. However, y'all made me shy the last time I came and nobody came. I was like, wait, where, where, where y'all at? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but yes, I hope you guys have a great week. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Please send me some loving energy and affirm that I'm going to have another podcast. Just like, you know, believe that I will. Send me some good vibes. And I'm going to be here next week. I love you guys so much. I appreciate everything. I don't take this experience for granted. And I hope that this podcast reached you well. And I look forward to being able to do this again next week. Um, Thank you for being here. Have an amazing, amazing week. I know you will. And again, I love you and I appreciate you. Bye.